Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of our Private Moments. It's now short and sweet episodes where we round up all of our favorite guests and all of our favorite moments and different things. This is a little private moment for you. I hope you enjoy it. You you broke up with another comedian. Oh yeah. Um, Are you friends with him? Is that what this is? No, going? no, okay. we're not. But I've got him here today. He's, he's yeah. got a podcast. Does he have a podcast <laughs> yeah. as well? He's is there, is there a, a podcast boy club? Is yeah. there a WhatsApp group where you slag me off? <laughs> 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 yeah, we got my phone a, that was a serious question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's not. Yeah. <laughs> but so you you guys were you guys both did material about mm, each other. Yeah. Did you watch his set? I didn't watch his show after we broke up. Um I really and part of the reason was because I really wanted him to have his privacy. Mm. If you knew your ex was going to come and see it, number one, that show would be really weird. Yeah. Because the people in the audience who did know who he was talking about would also know I was there. So, but does that make an element of like, oh my god, excitement? Oh my god, oh my god! I, my theory, very arrogantly, was that that show did really well because the people, lots of people, lots of his audience did know who he was talking about. When, yes. you go, when you go on stage and you go, my ex girlfriend leaves the toilet seat up. I don't know. I, haven't, I haven't seen good the show. Gag. Yeah. <laughs> I pissed myself. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen the show, but if they say something like that, when you actually know who they're talking about and it feels a bit naughty or a bit like, oh, I'm getting inside information, I think it makes it. Funnier. It does. It makes it more relatable. Yeah, they more understand relatable, it. Rather than just, God, he's just talking about his ex for an hour. How boring. So we didn't go and see each other's stuff. And it was like the ending of a film, actually, because when we were together, he had this obsession with winning the award in Edinburgh. This is big award. It used to be called the Perrier. It's got different names all the time. And he used to, he used to sometimes be in the bath, like practicing his speeches. And I was such an unsupportive his, uh, acceptance, acceptance speech. speech. So I, I was Shut such up. an unsupportive girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You're never going to win it. But I would say, I would say, <laughs> You're too, like, you're just a straight stand-up. Like, that always goes to, like, mimes or people dressed as balloons. Like, it goes to people doing, like, really, like, pushing the genre forward. Yeah. Like, it's a, about the art. People yeah. dressed as balloons, people pushing the genre forward. <laughs> yeah, that's it. People doing mimes as well. That's like, <laughs> no, they do. Uh, mimes have won it twice in the time really? that I've been what? doing it. Yeah. So it's always very, very funny shows, I have to say. I'm not saying this dismissively. The show that wins is never 
it wasn't was never in my experience just a guy with a microphone right. talking about his life it was always someone where you went wow i've never seen that done before as well as very funny so i kept saying to him let go of him he was so obsessed with it and he'd be so broken hearted on the day he wasn't nominated for the award and then we broke up and he only fucking went and won it <laughs> did he actually like, it was the end of oh a movie. God. It was the end of a All I had to do was leave him. All I had to all do. All you had to do all that You time. were holding him back. Yeah. It so was that, your disbelief kept, in him. I kept thinking if this was a film, like the, the, the end of it would be reminding you that I went into him and he was in the bathroom and you're never going to win. <laughs> no one believes If they do a biopic, you're going to be that horrible that's ex. It. That's, that's like, it. Laughing at yeah, him. Yeah. You're, you're a loser. Exactly. You'll never make it. I know. And then he was this incredible success story. My, my agent... In Edinburgh, you really kind of focused on yourself. My agent said, um, the day the nominations came out, she rang to check I was okay. And I was like, well, I, I thought you were ringing to say you died. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have so, you heard? Yes, have you heard? Yeah, she was like, have you heard about John? I was like, oh. And she was like, and I, I, it was just, it was like the ending of a film. But that's quite a nice little round of in a great nice. way. It is nice. And I think, it, I wish it was juicier. There's not much gossip in comedy. So people who yeah. have to write about comedy, journalists, they would love it if there was much more like, and and then he did this, and then she did that. But actually, it's a sort of like it's straightforward. we really respect each other. Well, about after we got that award, we like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then suddenly I was yeah, yeah. Uh, I was sniffing round again. Got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, ten grand, he got yeah. <laughs> his present. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And oh, genuinely, ten grand, he got <laughs> standing outside his in your best boots. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. yeah someone made a mistake. <laughs> It is, it is, it is true, but I didn't realize. What about you? Have you ever had relationships with people in the same industry? Yeah, yeah, I, I have. I, I, I married my, my fiance. You married your fiance? I married my, by getting married to my fiance. <laughs> That's not a job. Yeah, that, I getting married to my fiance. Yeah. But I've, I've, I think dating within the same industry, um, unless it's, I think it's, I think it's tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's tricky uh, because I would say it was tricky for what we were doing because the whole sole purpose was to focus in on relationships ah. and the currency was drama. They wanted yeah. to, they wanted chaos. Did you ever genuinely get your feelings hurt? Do people get yeah. genuinely oh, hurt? Oh yeah, definitely. People definitely That's get horrible. hurt. Yeah, it, 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 reality it's, is hard on the soul. It's just, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like, it's too much. And also what happens is that's why I always find it interesting about comics is um, when you do reality TV, you think everything's a scene because you're doing it so much. Yeah. So then when you go into dinner parties with your friends or you go for meetings, you think you're in a scene. Oh. So you think you have to entertain. So oh. you're always, you're all, or I was, I was always on entertain mode. Yeah. All the time. But also, I guess you've always got cameras. Always have cameras. Making you feel a bit mad, but a bit, you're visible. And then especially mm. if you are recognized, yeah. then you are visible actually everywhere you are. If you're in a bar having a conversation... You're always on show and you're, yeah. and you're also on show for being who you are. So that makes it even harder. So yeah. you're constantly having this internal conversation with yourself. Is that like, okay, I'm not funny enough. All oh, that scene wasn't good enough. Not even scenes. Mm. So basically you're meeting your friends or your, you know, yeah. relatives, whatever it is. And you think, well, I'm going to get an Uber rating at the end yeah. of this. You know, and that's I, um, tough. I've been making documentaries. And so while it's not the same as a sort of structured reality, it is because um, very similarly, you know, you're interviewing an old man in a church and you can feel that what's, it's, what's the documentary on? <laughs> old, men, old men in churches yeah. Yeah. it's um, going to be big um, it's on BBC4 uh, so, but you have a, the voice in your head is the director going come on look, make it juicy like, there you where's, go where's the oh right the, the, yeah, yeah, you can't me. just go this is lovely both agreeing with each other because it's church. boring it's yeah. boring for a documentary where's the story it's, it's always and then 
you find yourself having to do things that aren't authentic. On one documentary, I was made mm. to be scared of bees. And it felt, you know, <laughs> because... Oh, sorry, what is sorry. That? <laughs> that is the most random what it thing. Was, is that I was travelling with a blind man. And, and sorry, are you, are you sure you haven't had like a manic episode <laughs> and you created this fake sorry. documentary? Sorry, there. it's another one of my lines. This happened to Joanna Lumley. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so, so if, if, if me and this blind guy go and look, go and look at some bees, that is not an interesting, apparently, documentary. I'm, I'm into it. So it, it had, sounds amazing. I, so it had to be that I was scared and he persuaded me to go and see it. And so it's just a lie. It's just a lie. How did you... Uh, that's quite a weird thing to pitch to you. Can you pretend you're scared of them? Well, you're like, what? It's probably what happened to you. The yeah. director comes and says, this isn't working. Here's you're going to stand downstairs. You're going to go stand downstairs and you're going to say, it's too rickety, you don't want to go up. And, and so, and essentially what you do is you say a version of that. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's, it's, it's deeper than that for, for, I think, for me in the sense mm. is where you have that internal dialogue with someone saying that to you, but also you have it in yourself because you're yeah. thinking, if I don't make this good enough, oh. then I'm not going to be used anymore. So therefore, there's even that. So you're going always on. kind of auditioning. You're, you're auditioning every time. Because what that's similar to, I didn't realize we'd have so much crossover. Is panel shows because panel shows yes. aren't your actual job, right? Stand up is your job, mm. but they're money, they're exposure, they're fun. You get wine in a mug, yeah. And every single one, you never think. Uh, you're always going. I have to be good if I want to be invited back in. A year Absolutely. Or I guess with panel shows, you can sort of sit back a little bit more than you'll be able to stand up, right? And you just kind of yes. someone else is running the show. But, what, but no one ever goes. Sarah was a great team player. Let's yeah. her have her back. Or she was a great laugher at other people. Mm. You really are. So actually, what you have is a thing of like they're being really funny. 
I need to like yeah. jump in. I need to say something. Yeah. That, that's actually panel shows are, are really tricky um, because it's exactly that. And and there, there's it, it's it's a real talent where that's why some comedians don't work on panel shows because oh, they try and they it becomes they some comedians I find they have to be the funny one. And when they're the funny one, they don't let anyone else be funny. Mm. And that's the worst for a panel show. Mm. So the best thing to do is to be funny, but also be generous with it. Yeah. And so that's quite a hard thing as well. Cause you're yeah. like, well, I need to show off, but yet I don't want to show off too much. Cause then I steal it from the everyone people else. People I love to watch on panel shows. So I would use, would I lie to you as an example, are people who are really funny off the back of what other people have said. So like Lee Mack, who everyone agrees is just, you know, so witty, so quick. Mm. What's wonderful about him is he wants you to talk because he knows he's going to say a funny thing at the end. Yeah. So you get to talk, yes. you get to finish your story, and then he's quip at the end, which gets a big round of applause. And you both feel, oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, because like, you're was, both feeling good. Yeah, you both feel heard. Mm. It is true. It's, it's like a constant audition. But that does bring me back to the thing with comedy, which is where that's why I find it hard. You come off stage and you have to go, okay, now I can be Sarah again. I can be myself mm. again, rather than that sort of slightly volumed up version of myself when I'm on stage. Yeah. And that's all, I always found that very hard to step back into. Yeah. And so for, for years, for a couple of years, maybe three years, I was troubling with this like existence of myself where I was like, well, this is who I am, but way more volumed up version, mm. but I need to find that original person again. Did you? Yeah. For you were like pages. The, the movie Split when he's got like 23 personalities. Yeah, it was like that. Turned into the beast. At the- <laughs> it was, yeah. it was like that. And I, would then, and I would then become so socially anxious because I wouldn't yeah. want to go and have a lunch with someone because I thought, well, I'm going to have to make them laugh. Did you have therapy about it? Yeah, like, that's what oh, saved yeah. me. I still do therapy every week yeah. because of that. I remember walking into the therapy session and saying, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just feel like, I feel like I, I have to be funny all the time. Mm. And they yeah. went, okay, this doesn't sound right. And I yeah. went, yeah, it doesn't feel right. It's interesting that it's funny In- because... Humor is a distance. It's mm. uh, it, uh, it's a way of never being authentic. Actually, it's like joking. It's a, it's a it's layer, frequency. yeah. And so it's a self protective thing. And it's why most comics aren't very funny in real life because you know they're funny at work and mm. then they just disappoint taxi drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's literally <laughs> that's what, it. Literally, you just go around disappointing people. It's like, no, this is how that I actually is so are. true. Because. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I, I, I would probably say that I, I can't write, I can't write funny, like no is, but I can probably tell a funny story that's happened mm. to me. And so then that, that would be fine because then that's every day. Yeah. But if you had to, if like, if your living was performing stand up, you would learn to write it, like playing an instrument. It's like going, oh, I can't play the tuba. You would, you would learn by doing it. You would craft, you would have some yeah, stories you that you kind it. of, you go out and try it and then you'd look and go, it never works when I say that word. Well, that bit doesn't work, so I'll stop saying that bit. Like, he would become a writer of it. It becomes a jigsaw. Yeah, because some comics are much more sort of improvisers. It's much more an oral thing, and they learn, mm. and they remember what they've said before. What are you? What do you do? Are you... I'm, I'm a, I like a pad and stationery, but I also like going out and having, like, a very small idea and just talking, because you absolutely know. Because the, the first thing is, is it interesting? Yeah. And then if it's interesting, you can make it funnier. God. If it's not interesting... So, so then what do you prefer? What do you prefer, writing stand-up or running your, your shows, your TV shows? Um, stand-up is like my pudding, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, can do, I can do proper writing in the day if I've yeah. got stand-up at night. Stand-up's my social life, and I'm still like, obsessed with comedy. Mm. But this is why I love this conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can tell. talk about comedy forever, and I'm so interested in it, and I love watching other people. And actually, that's why I think the whole new comedians thing COVID's been interesting because there's been two years of comics not being able to gig very much. Mm-hmm. But what's going to come out of that, I think people are going to be really surprised, is the diversity of representation. Because really? People, there's been a lot of people, 
COVID took everything away mm. from everyone in terms of social things and um, enjoyment being in crowds as watchers. Yeah. It took it all away and it made people really evaluate what, what did I really enjoy? What do I really miss? What do I feel really out of control of? And for lots of people, they were like, why didn't I do stand up when I had a chance? Yeah. Those people are going to be coming to the forefront. It's going to be very exciting, I think. Remember, guys, thank you so much for listening. Our private moments are out every week on Monday, so you can get your little fix of private parts at the start of your week. And if you want more, you can go back and listen to the full episode, which we will link in the bio. So just go and click that. And we'll see you on Monday for another one of our private moments. <laughs>